0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation.
1: The first Superman comic came out in 1938. This is the fact off. Oh, I forgot the song I was gonna sing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, no 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 no, 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 I got it. Shut up. <laughs> you and me, we come from different facts. You like to laugh at me when I look at other offs. Some I'm crazy, and I don't know why i'm just a baby because the facts make me cry there's nothing i can do i only want to fact with you Aww. hey welcome that fact off This um uh, my name's alex i'm your host and with me and my other co-host mike and pat how's it going
2: i'm glad you forgot that and then remembered it in like two <laughs> seconds yeah
0: hey you can call me a fool i only want to fact with you
1: you guys doing okay yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, how's how's life? This is <laughs> a <complain>. terrible
0: introduction. <laughs> Man. Since when do we talk about our lives on this podcast?
1: Yeah, I thought we we paid
2: you a lot of money to be the host.
1: No, I yeah. have a I have my victory fact, and I was, forgot I had to pull it up. So because I won last week, Cause spoil I'm the best. The,
2: spoil the uh, results here, but Alex was the winner. People felt really bad for him. See.
1: I don't know, I the thought I vote. just had the best fact, and I was the most handsome, so people voted for me.
0: That's true. I like, um, did you read how it was set up, because um, yours was McDonald's is better than Mike, or something, and then Mike's <laughs> fact said, it. zip it, Mike. <laughs> 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 it's very um, anti-Mike facts.
1: <laughs> no, so welcome to the Fact office this is a podcast where we each bring a random obscure fact, and you, the listener, can decide who the winner is. So, like we were saying earlier, I won last week. And as a winner, I get to give a victory fact. And so, here's my victory fact. It's very relatable to everybody. You know that the blue whale's heartbeat can be heard from more than two miles away.
0: Is that that noise I keep hearing? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that's a whale sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was interesting. The Their hearts weigh 400 pounds. Damn. So, one Alex.
2: Yeah, they're, they're the size of like a Volkswagen
1: Beetle, I hear. I think I'm pretty sure. What? The hearts? Matt, what imagine is, the hearts ooh. that big. Alex forgot it, what it's we were that talking big. about.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm jumping in on this victory fact to help you out. You know, because I'm I'm backing you 100. percent
1: Thank you. Backing me on a fact that I gave.
0: So wait, how much does a blue whale
2: weigh?
0: I look like, it up. I looked. That, up that the wasn't heart. part of it. You,
2: <laughs> you didn't win. You can't. You can't ask well,
0: questions. Where did the heart fact come from?
1: Oh, well, it's a. Uh, that was the main fact. (laughs) They said the blue whale itself weighs 410 pounds.
0: Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. What's their percentage? Is it the same as our heart weight? Offensive linemen for like.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, uh, yeah. So, you guys, since you won, that's awesome. Uh, But Pat has his facts to get to. Pat's best
1: facts, fun, family, fun time facts.
0: That's right, everybody. Welcome back to my favorite part of the show where I get to talk. Uh first up first fact of the week did you know the Empire State Building has its own zip code is it 5 <laughs> yeah it's 10118 one, in case anybody wanted to know uh number 2 umbrellas were once only used by women
1: well
2: cuz it, it's if witches get wet
0: they melt right is, that's why that's true probably <laughs>
1: also i don't like guys used to wear like the bigger hats i think
0: with well, the hats with the umbrellas on them
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't like my hair getting wet, so I become an umbrella guy.
0: Yeah, how come I want to get a hat that doesn't mess up my hair? In movies guys are always wearing those fancy hats and their hair looks perfect when they take it off. My hair would be matted down to my head every time. Yeah. That's my third fact. But
2: <laughs> I think you should need to get a bigger hat.
0: Yeah. Or a better um, Hey. Uh number three, the original Stanley Cup was only seven and a half inches high.
1: Yeah, because it was a cup, and you had a new ring every year.
0: Yeah. Well, now it's well not every year until
1: they fill it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because so there's um, two of
1: them. They're the ones that traveled around, and then there's the like, actual one that's in the Hall of Fame in Toronto. That's yeah, a lot yeah, taller.
0: It's probably heavier, too. How tall is Nobody that Nobody
2: asked you to list us the history of the Stan- Lord Stanley's Cup, Alex.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure they bought it for $50. I think that's the price when they originally bought the Stanley Cup. You think
0: I could buy it back from them?
1: Uh, It's $52 now. Nah, I'm out. New 52 Too
0: expensive. Yeah. Not worth Too expensive. it. Number four grapes explode when you put them in a the microwave.
1: Yeah. No, I, I want to try that now.
0: <laughs> do they? <laughs> Mike, you sound like you knew this. Yeah, they do.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm Mike, sure Mike, that's just like
2: a every video on TikTok for a whole week or something.
1: <laughs> Mike microwaves. Anytime a new food comes in his house, he microwaves it for an hour to see what just happens. Just to see what happens.
0: Yeah. I do. And now, the final fact of the week, after working at Baskin-Robbins as a teenager, former president Barack Obama dislikes ice cream. I did not know that about him. How do you dislike ice cream?
2: Yeah, how do you just work in there for like, you probably worked there for like uh, one summer, I'd say two weeks, and uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't don't buy this one
0: bit. (laughs) It's on the calendar.
1: (laughs) You think that he's like 31 flavors is not enough? I would like Any to more? think that
0: uh, his wife, uh, with her like uh, healthy kid uh, movement, she was like, you don't like ice cream too, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I worked at Bessie Robbins.
2: <laughs> he just wanted to come up with something entertaining to tell an interviewer person.
1: You think he was just tired oh. of handing out those small spoons? Oh, That'd for sure.
0: Oh, can I try this one? Yeah. Can I try that one?
2: Yeah, the, That's I, I don't does. buy this at all. This is the stupidest fact. I, I vote that one as the dumbest Mike
1: fact. goes to McDonald's and asks for, like, samples of the different sandwiches. Can I try a bite of the quarter pounder to see if I would buy it? <laughs> That's what Mike does.
0: <laughs> no. So we already got a quick vote on worst fact of the week. Barack Obama hates ice cream.
1: Well, I guess I don't dislike the fact. I dislike the idea that he hates ice cream. I dislike the Empire State Building fact.
0: Mike, did you have a job in high school? Yes. What did you do? McDonald's. Yeah. Wait, and you hate McDonald's, so maybe there's some truth to this. I don't hate McDonald's. I, I go there every day and get a
2: Diet Coke, a large Diet Coke.
0: Tell that to the Shamrock Shake that you disparaged last week.
2: I almost actually bought a Shamrock Shake, and I, I'm like, no, I'm better
0: for it.
1: <laughs> I should have <laughs> no, went to McDonald's after the <laughs> movies. I'm better and...
0: for it. Yeah, Alex, next time you guys hang out, force him. Tie him down. <laughs> tie him down. I, I'm he not a big fan shake. of their
2: food anymore. They, they've they gone way downhill as far as quality goes. It just
1: I can't depends eat any on of them. Which it, so. one you go to?
2: All the ones in this area, at least, are pretty low quality.
1: That's a sign too, of a well.
0: not good restaurant. It should all be consistent.
2: <laughs> it should be. I thought that's the whole idea of McDonald's.
1: Yeah, but you can tell it depends on the one you go to.
2: So, Alex, since you were the winner. From last week, who do you want to go first in this week?
1: I'll go first this week. My fact's not that good. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, just
2: Get everybody to <laughs> turn off the show right, right away.
1: So, as you guys know, there was a... Uh, well, I don't know if you heard. Hey, you see this? Have you heard about this? Um, there was a football player that was suspended for gambling uh, last week. I'm not going to talk about that. Calvin Ridley. So I was I was thinking about gambling. I was like... What's always fascinating me. Card counting, especially Mm -hmm. in in blackjack. I well, I think that's what it's from. Blackjack, card counting. I was like, what are the histories of card counting, and why do we hate it so much? Which we don't hate it. Casinos hate it.
0: Yeah, because it works.
1: So like, blackjack kind of just came up like through other games. It's like a French game and a Spanish game, and eventually in 1820, it was the first license blackjack game legalized in house bank back blackjack game was in new orleans and outside of that people had like their own games where they kind of had their own rules and the nowadays like the dealers can't bet uh they have certain guidelines they have to follow like they have to take a hit on 16 they have to stay on 17 so like the idea of card counting they said it's kind of been around but like there was no real rules with blackjack like they were saying uh uh eleanor dumont which i said it sort of, kind of got into her a little bit reading but there's a fascinating person but like she would host like blackjack games and like it was a novelty because she was a woman hosting it um but like she would also win a ton of money and ended up that movie's the- made it named after i it might be um but like she like they said she either counter cards or like sleight of hands probably a combination of both so it's kind of Kind of been around for a while, but then in 1931, that's when Vegas legalized blackjack and the rules kind of became set for what they couldn't do. And then throughout the years, there there were guys that had like card counting systems, like System Smitty or Greasy John. They had their own systems. Greasy John? Yeah, there was a guy named Jesse uh, McComb. He was a nuclear physicist and then quit that job in 1949 to become a professional gambler. Because he like knew how to count cards and had his own system.
0: Nice.
1: And like there was like a lot of guys like Howard Smith Senior, who was like known for like betting big, especially like if he knew like the deck had a lot of aces left. But like this was all kind of a novelty, and no one really had a system. Then in 1970, you just named five systems. Well, they all they had their <laughs> they had their own way, and like these guys were like kind of special, and like had like their but like nothing was like set in stone like what like they were doing. Okay. And then in 1957, these four people wrote a book. I have them. I will read their names. Roger Baldwin, <laughs> William Courtney, Herbert Ooh. Massey, and James Ooh. McDermott. They wrote a book, Playing Blackjack to Win a New Strategy for the Game 21. And that book kind of went nowhere. And I was like, oh, it's just a book. People no one about it. But then in 1962, Edward Thorpe wrote a book called Beat the Dealer, How to Count Cards. And it blew up. It's like oh my violent. god everybody and like the casinos were like no we can't have this this guy wrote this book it was sold seven hundred thousand copies in nineteen sixty two wow it's it much bestse- of the bible yeah <laughs> and it was a bestseller in New York Times and like he created this system and like it blew up in like the casinos were worried about it but in reality the casinos instead. Started moving from one deck to two decks, and then, like all these people, like, oh, I, I read this book. I know how to win at Vegas. And, so like, Alex, all these people came. I
2: dare you next time you go to Vegas, just to like start reading this book out, out like I'm um, sitting in a chair in the lobby, <laughs> just like read it and see if they kick you out.
1: Well, like they Might said, like all these people, a bit. all these people came out, and then were like, they were either. Didn't really understand the system, or couldn't like mentally keep track, or then just got bored while they were playing because it's like a long game. Like you're not playing the win right away; like it's a long time of you, like you're taking your time to win. And so, like the casinos like embraced blackjack. They opened up more tables there, and then they studied and like the how how to beat. So they're probably making
2: money off people who
1: thought they could count cards. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And beat the dealer was set up for one deck at at a time that's what they used to be when he wrote the book so he had I I was reading mixed things. he supposedly had a, two systems that's what they well he had his system was called the 10 count system and then the, the one of way was, there was he like kept track there was 16 cards worth 10 points and 36 others and you would minus one anytime that card shows up like one of those cards shows up so you're Ten the kings were in the sixteen and the rest were all so once you got a favorable ratio of the ten cards compared to the other cards, that's when you would make your bets. So you would have to keep track, which is easy when there's one deck. But like when they started using multiple decks and then reshuffling more frequently, kind of threw that system out. Did the you just read si- us
2: the first chapter of the book just now?
1: <laughs> there's a lot more to it, I guess. I don't know. And then Skip the, to the other end. System- now you're broke. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> The other system was adding value to the, uh, like, so all the cards that weren't worth 10 points were plus 4. And all the cards that were worth uh, 10 points were minus 9. And then you would do the math. The closer you were to 0, the less likely you were to win. The farther your way meant there was more 10-point f- cards in. Left, So it's kind of taught you that and the big thing Edward Thorpe did was use computers to figure out the best way to uh count cards. But he also like, so he was like this big, like he was like this figure, but he was also kind of like a quiet guy and this says he didn't want to do it for fame. He was just doing it for the love of like the math and science of it. So, but he actually had like a big rival or like a skeptic, this guy, John Scar- Scarn. Oh, uh, he, he- he could have called himself Black Jack. What you call? It? He was like a <laughs> showman, and like called himself like the Black Jack, world's for for. No, he was the world's first foremost gambling authority, and he was like, "Oh, this Thorpe guy's a he's a bum." Like his percentage only cuts from five point nine percent of winning to three point nine, and like he was like this guy, and like I guess Thorpe's book was like this guy. Because the other guy, the guy who's calling Thorpe a lie, like saying his system doesn't work, claims he invented card counting, and Thorpe's like, "No, it's been around. There's all these other guys that had like their own systems. He didn't invent it." He's like, "Your way doesn't actually work. You're lying to people. Like he proved his way didn't work and all." So the guy's going, "He's like, well, I'll, if he comes to Vegas, I'll pay, uh, I'll challenge him to a hundred thousand dollars a game in this casino, but like I'll be the dealer." And throw it I'm not doing Yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) He's like, why don't we do my challenge? I'll do $10,000. And we'll play by Vegas rules and like a little bit more restrictions to make it more fair for the player than the casinos. But like, he like, guys didn't like each other. And this guy's going, like, anytime somebody came out with like a new counting method, like, it was like, oh, that was wrong. I'm right. It was like pretty interesting. Did they play? Then there was like, what? No, they never played. This guy he challenged all these other future card counters. There's like a whole bunch of them that are like famous. I was reading about, I'm not going to tell us all their names. <laughs> They're like, yes. the like, it'd be like brothers. that one
2: chapter in the Bible where they just listed <laughs> <Yeah>. out name <laughs> begat, after name after name. <laughs> he
1: begat them and. Well, like it evolved into like a team like thing. And I forget, um, so you had, like, the Francisco brothers were, like, a team where one would work on one table, and then the other one was kind of stay by. There so was another guy whose thing was just watch a bunch of tables at the same time and see which one was getting hot, and then get on that one and, like, bet, and, like, kind of count. count. Then you had whole, uh, that whole, uh, was that, the movie 21, the Catch Me If You Can, like, that whole, not Catch Me If You Can, uh, the movie 21 where all the MIT guys, like, had, like, a system of how the gamble and count cards and all and they got yeah. caught i think i might um, need to get
2: you a new pin
1: why <laughs> clickety clack so well, it's found it interesting like there's like a whole whole world out there of like card counting like people and all these famous people i was reading one guy got banned in atlantic city for counting cards oh what was his name like ken usa or something like that but uh then he sued Uh, the casinos, and they're like, you can't ban us from the casinos in the state of, uh, the Supreme Court of New Jersey's like, yeah, they can't ban you. You have to be like the gaming commission, and the gaming commission doesn't really ban anybody from casinos, so... You can kind of count cards if you know how to do it in Atlantic City. So they're not going to beat you up like
0: in the movies? They do.
1: That's what you expect. But that was my fact. I just found... Like the history of card counting, a little bit interesting. My, my name of my fact is, the facts of card counting.
2: I thought you were gonna say you can't count on me.
1: (laughs) No, not bad. No, it's not. That's a stupid one. Um, I think uh, I'll go with Mike. Mike, Mike,
2: Mike, Mike, Mike. Out of the blue, I'm not even prepared. I I have to (laughs) pull out my notes. What are we doing here? So there's this uh, bre- brewery down in Cincinnati ca- called Reingeist. and if you go into there. the back to order food, um, they actually don't have a kitchen. And I'm what? like, well, where do you, where do you get the food from? Like, how do you get it into the the building? And I guess Damn they labor? use a company like downstairs, like a uh, on the ground level. And when you order your food, they shoot it up in a pneumatic air tube.
0: Well, What kind of food? Yeah.
2: You can get like uh, burgers, fries, um, soup. <laughs> I don't know if there's
0: soup or not, but
2: yeah, they shoot it right up through the. Is that tube, it's like th-
0: the thing at like the Franklin Institute where it goes like thump?
2: Yeah, it's like uh same type of tubes they have like at the. Yeah, that um, bank, you know, and, all. and the, at the bank, um, I found out that my wife at the hospital, her like they get meds delivered through tubes. So the hospital that's how has they tubes. deliver babies. <laughs> I mean, that's not. I could see that happening <laughs> in American hospitals, at least.
1: Can you what? see it happening? I don't think it. I don't think. I so. want to hear
0: everyone try to make the sound.
1: Well,
2: uh, I, I, I'll. You'll understand when I get further on in my story. But um, why are you
1: not making this sound? <laughs> this sound,
2: sound is it. amazing. That's one of the reasons why pneumatic tubes are so awesome. Make the sound. The sound. I actually personally always make sound Mike <laughs> use the drive through
1: Mike make this sound thump. Okay, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I like using the drive through the most just because I can ask for suckers, you know, like hey, send me suckers with my money when you return it at the bank or you know.
1: And the bank calls you a sucker for putting <laughs> your money in the bank.
2: No, usually it's at like CVS pharmacy get prescriptions that sort, That's sort cool. of thing.
0: <laughs> like,
2: everyone um, it's like every go cool. has these things.
1: Well, Cincinnati was voted number one with those things.
2: It, it was it, the, these actually were hugely popular before, like email and trucks. So, like if you uh, look underneath, like the, the, uh, New York City, like go beneath the street level, or go, in Philly, go beneath the street level. There's miles and miles and miles of these tubes run throughout the cities.
1: Yep. They were That's
2: always awesome. laying the. Well, they, they were put in before. By the U.S. Postal Service because that's how they got mail back and forth between each other, and it, it was just a way to move items before like trucks, basically. Oh, that's cool. So, like they they um back in uh, I think it's the eighteen hundreds, like late eighteen hundreds, they were sending stuff. Just like Philly, for instance, were trying to like get people excited about these tubes, so they were sending like eggs, fine china. I think they sent hot tea through it and Ooh. the reason why i said baby isn't too far out there they actually sent like a a sick cat through there <laughs> to send it to the vet and i guess when the cat <laughs> got to to its to its arrival it jumped out of the container and ran away
1: i don't blame <laughs> him. well i mean I, I would be
2: freaked out as well um that reminds me when i was a kid we had a cat my dad brought it to the vet and you know those little like, cardboard box vet boxes you could bring your pets to the vet and back? Well, my, I guess my dad wasn't too good with it because he was getting the cat out of the trunk of the car, and the cat jumped out of the box and ran away. <laughs> That's actually Aww. how Mike
1: lost one of his sisters as well. <laughs>
2: yeah. And we thought this cat was gone for good, and then, like, two weeks later, the cat showed up at our house. So it somehow found its way home.
1: Don't, don't cut the story short. Mike's house was on fire. Mike passed out in the house. And the cat came running in and dragged Mike out to save his life.
2: He did, yeah. He did grab me. I don't think any cat is strong enough to pull me out of the, the house. Not at all. A uh, uh, tiger? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, talking to house cats. The house, you house cat, cat variety. You said any, you said cat. any cat. You said any cat. You're try right. Me. All right, yeah. Lions, tigers, Try not to say bears.
0: Yeah, try not to say bears. Try not to say bears. <laughs> they're, they're not
2: cats. They're not in the cat family. <laughs> but, yeah, they, so the the next logical step, like, logic jump to do uh, when you sent a cat would be humans. Humans would probably be the next thing you would want to send through a pneumatic tube, right? I
1: would say a dog or a monkey.
2: Well, you, you usually, usually always send chimpanzees or monkeys, right? Like, we sent them to yeah. space first before us, right? Yep. But yeah, that's the next logical step, I think, anyways, and that's exactly what occurred. So there was this system called the Beach Pneumatic Transit System in New York City. Um, its creator was Alfred Ely Beach, so that's where it gets its name. It wasn't at the beach, so uh, no. if it went to the beach, I'm in. It didn't go to the. It actually didn't go anywhere at all. Are we too heavy?
1: You're not heavy, Pat. You're my brother.
2: Yeah, we don't talk about that here. Um, No, he invested all his money into this system. Um, He dug it underneath uh, Broadway Street in New York City. Um, So he initially built a 300 foot line, and it's kind of like a circular tunnel. And you could, and a giant fan blower on one end called the um, Western Tornado. And it blew a 20, 20 passenger car down down the three hundred foot tunnel, and then back again. So it was just a out and back, just to kind of show off I, the tech technology. Are you sure
1: you're not talking about the Hyperloop in uh, <laughs> Musk's building.
2: No, no, this is way before I Elon know. Musk. This is 1869, guys. This is a long time ago, and it was so popular. In the first two weeks, he sold eleven thousand tickets. Wow. Yeah, basically, I guess it was kind of like a, maybe it was like a uh, entertainment part. Uh, you know how malls have entertainment and the, like old older malls used to have like roller coasters and that sort <laughs> of thing. What's a mall? I'm Gen Z. <laughs> well, the mall near us that had the roller coasters um, is finally getting purchased and torn down. So thank thank God for that.
1: I like that mall.
2: Forest Fair mall. Yeah, it was What cool are they doing so. with the roller
0: coaster? Can you get the Can you well,
2: it? that has been long gone, long gone. Um but yeah, he I think over the 3 years he ran it from like 1870 to 1873, it's he sold 400,000 tickets. Wow, good for him. Yep. And he went bankrupt. And, and uh <laughs> they never they never uh, built it out further than that. Um they pretty much I think walled up the tunnel, and then the department store that was above it that people used to enter into the train to to take the take the rides. It burnt down, and that was the last.
0: Last Jeez, of it. they really covered Some their. Some say
1: <laughs> that he still lives in that tunnel.
0: And every once in a while, if you go to that department store, all you'll hear is. Foom! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Foom! But I, I just thought it was cool that there was a transit system like the hyperloop way before the hyperloop
0: yeah it's cool i mean way before way
2: before like you don't think this technology would exist like in the 1800s like it's it's something you see in a movie and like i don't (laughs) think this is real at all
0: also Um, he sold four hundred thousand tickets like did he not he should have like upped the price i guess
2: i think he waited too long uh and the popularity kind of dwindled and then by the time he was trying to expand it, people were, like, not interested in it anymore. Um, so that's that's kind of the fate he... But no nobody knows if he would have expanded it out, if it would have worked anyways. Like, seems
0: like pie in the sky type of thing. I want and, uh, a Marvel movie where they go to another universe where that's the only thing that's different. Is that we all just travel around by that mode of transportation. Up through pneumatic tubes. <laughs> yes, That's the only that'd thing be that's amazing. Changed. I'm What's sure. What's the
1: name of your fact, Mike?
0: Blowed on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mike's really trying to get the provocative vote here.
1: I don't know. It's blowed. You said
0: <laughs> on the beach, not no. blown in the beach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll change it for the for the. Man, fail. Mike is horny. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: uh it's the horniest time of year
2: it is pneumatic tubes
0: all right is are my fan all right cool so um, are you guys fans of art? not really fan of art Garfunkel? no um like art in general, like paintings go to a museum, check it out.
1: I'm a sculpture guy I've never been a big painting guy,
0: yeah Mike, any opinions on art yeah ah, uh, you know, it's there. <laughs> yeah. I personally really like, like, realistic art. I think, I know we'd like, we're, like we like, moving, we've moved so abstract in, like, art where it's, like, sometimes you're, like, I don't even know what this is. But every once in a while you see something that it's just, like, I thought it was really impressive. So when we were kids uh, in third grade, Mrs. Miss Seed or Mrs. Seed, I forget, she's probably married by now, um, we went Ooh. to the art museum, like, three or four times. Do you remember this, Alex?
1: Yeah, we'd go, like, three times a year. What yeah,
0: why like on some- earth could
2: you get get from going to the art museum three times a year?
0: Well, I'm about to tell you it's, it's my fact. <laughs> so there was one um, giant uh, piece of artwork that has stuck with me all these years. It's like one of the, like my favorite uh, pieces of art. Um, it's called Prometheus Bound and it's an oil painting by Peter Paul Rubens, a Flemish Baroque artist from Antwerp and that's all from uh, Wikipedia. Um, but this painting is like eight feet tall and six feet wide, and it's a I'll like it's my a, size. Yes. Um, do you guys know anything about Prometheus?
1: He flew too close to the sun. Or the no, he stole fire, that, didn't he?
0: So Icarus flew too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I he
2: was stole, gonna say Icarus had the had the uh, no, wings
0: that the fire melted off man. his body,
1: and then he got stuck chained to a rock.
0: And hey, every hey, day, hey! Shh, shh. This <laughs> is my fact. These are my facts here. <laughs> so, Prometheus, so the artwork is called Prometheus I Bound. I just
2: and did. You, you, you literally yes. asked us to tell you what it was.
0: Yeah. No, I said, Do you know that? And then he said, blah, blah, I'm going to say the whole fact. Yes. Yeah, next time I'm just yeah. going to start counting cards. All right. Um, One. So, Prometheus, two, did you know he was a Titan? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> And now, Titans, they were actually above the Greek gods on the food chain. They were they came before them. And what Prometheus did is uh, they say that he created man. He's credited with, like, creating man. And um, he took fire down and gave it to us. So he's often, like, uh, used as, like, a symbol for human, like, intelligence and, like, creativity. Is like Prometheus. In the name um, of a crappy movie.
1: Actually, I went back and watched it. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't
0: bad, especially with. um... I've
1: never seen it.
0: (laughs) Um, I liked it. Uh, If you know the story of Prometheus, the beginning of the movie makes so much more sense. So um, he uh, stole fire and gave it to the humans. You know, essentially giving us like the invention of like everything. Um, Zeus, have you ever heard of him?
1: I
2: think we all have. No, there is a lot of like restaurants named after him. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, Zeus.
0: The Zeus store
2: near <laughs> <laughs> me. There's a place called Zeus. Z- Zeus's gyros or
0: euros. Oh, that doesn't sound bad. I'm coming so, by my, my facts about Zeus's euros. All right, so uh, Zeus was pretty pissed, and so he captured How Prometheus. Pissed was he? He captured him so much. You might have heard this, Alex, but uh, to punish him, he tied him to a rock at the top of a mountain.
2: Wow, I think Alex said something about that.
0: Yeah, but then I cut him off before he said this next part. And then okay. every single day, an eagle would come and peck out his liver and rip it out. How and many rivers does this guy have? Well, that's part of the myth, is that overnight, his liver would always grow back, and you'd feel the same excruciating pain. This isn't one of those things where you get used to it over time. Yeah, like
2: listening to this fact.
0: So anyway... I like uh, this fact. Just yeah. <laughs> So the eagle is uh, symbolic of Zeus, like uh, the eagle is a symbol of Zeus, um, which brings me back to, so every night he would get his uh, liver ripped out. So as a kid, I saw this picture, and if you're at home, hit pause, don't hit pause, keep listening, but Google Prometheus Bound. It's this humongous, I'll show you guys right here, uh, oil painting of a yeah, man getting his, yeah, getting his uh, liver just pecked out by an eagle. It's, and you see it in person, it's massive, it's awesome. And my fact this week is that Peter Paul Rubens made this painting in 1611, so it predates your fact, Mike, so take that.
1: Ooh. Not mine, though. No. But could
0: you what send this painting through a pneumatic <laughs> tube? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't want it would to get. mess it up. Um, and if you want to see this, here's the final fact, if you would like to see this in person, it is currently located at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, which I've is where there. I live. I thought you were going to say at your house, and uh, no. it's in your basement, so come on over. Yeah. So, uh, first fact, don't piss off Zeus. Second fact, go to the art museum and check out this awesome eight-foot-tall painting of a man getting his liver ripped out by a giant eagle. Is it always there, or is it just, like, on, on tour? Well, here's the thing. The painting, at certain times of day, he, like, rips the liver out, and every night, the liver comes back.
2: That'd be cool if they had, like, an animation on the painting, like a special... <laughs>
0: You remember those like <laughs> little hologram cards when we were kids and you'd like turn it yeah. one way and like they'd be making a frowny face and the other. If they had like real art, like at the art museum where it and it would just constantly just swivel itself.
2: Well they here they have a thing called um uh the li- lights, I think it's called.
0: Yeah, we have lights here too.
2: No, no there there's like a <laughs> festival where they <laughs> an- where the they animate code. all the um the artwork Blank. on the side of buildings. I think it's called buildings. Oh that's cool. Blank. Gonna blink. Yeah. So at nighttime, they'll have like a, pro- a special projector that projects up on the art, and it'll make yeah. it look like it's in motion and moving. So I'm like, maybe my art museums need to do something like that, like as a special like event sort of thing. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Maybe they're probably they're probably worried about the lights damaging
0: the paint or the art. So yeah.
1: What's the the effect?
0: Prometheus, or liver alone. <laughs>
1: Nice. Okay, now there you have your facts for today. You have Prometheus or Liver Alone. Uh, You have Blowed on the Beach. (laughs) Yeah, that Uh, might win.
0: based on Name Alone.
1: Facts of card counting. Uh, So go to FactOffPodcast.com to vote for your favorite. You were at least interested
0: in saying your own fact name. (laughs) Yeah, like the card counting.
1: The fact speaks for itself. I'm going to count the votes and end up winning um yeah check us out on all the socials uh fact off podcast except for tiktok mike doesn't want to get a tiktok and then rate and review us on apple and spotify that's all i got
0: have a good day
2: all right did you even tell anybody uh you can vote at factoffpodcast.com
0: did i i thought i did
2: oh well you can do it folks <laughs>
0: Com. <Factoffpodcast.com.
1: laughs>
0: all right bye